Welcome to Scaling Up, the podcast for water treaters by water treaters, where we're scaling up on knowledge so we don't scale up our systems. Hi, everybody. Trace Blackmore here, your host for Scaling Up H2O. Folks, I got to tell you, I know I've talked on the show about this before, but it has transformed my company so much. I feel that I would be doing a disservice if I did not once again share this concept with you. I'm talking about the entrepreneurial operating system. Gino Wickman wrote a book called Traction, and folks, I'm telling you the truth, it changed my company for the better. Tim Fulton, my business coach, you can catch him on episode 22, that's scalinguph2o.com forward slash 22. Tim and I will meet regularly for a one-to-one meeting, and that's when he has me bring items such as financials for my company, things that I'm working on, problems that I just can't find a solution to, and he offers a different perspective. And in that episode, Tim's magic is not that he knows anything about water treatment, but he has a fantastic ability to ask questions in a way that allow me to think about things differently. Well, it was in one of these one-to-one encounters that he suggested that I read the book Traction by Gino Wickman. And as you're going to hear in this interview, when I was reading that book, it was like it was written directly for me. Some of the items that I was having trouble with, Gino went to the heart of the matter and it was like he was plucking them right out of my business. But here's the thing, folks. Our businesses are not unique. Whether you have a water treatment company or a different type of company, we all have the same core issues that we have to deal with. So that's the magic in Gino's writing. He tells you how to deal with these issues in a way that allows you to grow the company and grow the people that are within your company. Now, there isn't a single word written about water treatment, but because it's an operating system, and what I mean by that is you just simply plug your business into their tools and processes, and it allows every business out there to work better. I am living proof of that, and we have been using that program for well over three years, and we continue to go to seminars and trainings because we've seen what the EOS system can do for our business, and we want to continue to let it do that for our business. So we're always learning ways that we can can do better with that. One of the gentlemen I met at one of these training seminars was Mike Payton, and he goes by Payton. And I told him about this podcast and how much EOS has helped me in my business. And I run the podcast just like Blackmore Enterprises. I run that on EOS as well. And he was very excited to hear my story, and he asked to come on the show. So I am very excited to have for you one of the main people around the EOS operating system. Please welcome Mike Payton. 
My lab partner today is Mike Payton, author of Get a Grip and also EOS Implementer. How are you today, Payton? I'm terrific, Trace. Great to spend some time with you and your listeners. Well, we greatly appreciate you coming on. And I want to start just right out of the gate. Uh, a couple of months ago, we had the author of the book, Rocket Fuel, Mark Winters, on. And it was a great episode, but I received so many questions leading to people asking, this is great stuff, but I don't own my company. How can I take advantage of EOS or what can I do? So if you were to speak, because you are, directly to the Scaling Up Nation, what would you tell them? Well, I'd tell them that EOS is just a simple way of operating an entrepreneurial company. And to the extent that you can share the content I'm about to share with you and your listeners uh, with the people who own and run your business, if this resonates with you, I'd urge you to connect them to the podcast and the other resources we talk about because I think it'll help them run a better business and lead a better life. And I think if the business is running in a way that you're excited by and enthused about, it'll help you feel better about your role in that organization as well. Well, Peyton, I cannot speak more highly about EOS. My company's been running on that for about three years now, and I've gotten so excited about talking to you, I forgot to introduce you. So now we've set the stage for what we're going to talk about. Peyton, do you mind telling the audience a little bit about yourself? You bet. So, uh, you know, I grew up in a household full of entrepreneurs and teachers. My parents were entrepreneurs. My grandparents were uh, teachers, a high school math teacher and a sixth grade teacher. And so out of college, uh, I cut my teeth in banking, found that I loved spending time with my clients and didn't so much love spending time with other bankers. And so uh, after about 10 years in, in banking, I left to joined the leadership team for one of my clients. And uh, that was the first of four experiences I had running or helping run an entrepreneurial company. And uh, two of those experiences were great successes. Two were miserable train wrecks, to be perfectly candid with you. And uh, it was the fourth of those experiences, one of the train wrecks, that uh, uh, caused me to discover EOS about 11 years ago. A friend of mine introduced me to Gino's material. Uh, he was a client of Geno's in Southeast Michigan. And uh, as soon as I started reading Traction and studying EOS, I just felt like I had found a kindred spirit and I was immediately drawn to its simplicity and its holistic ability to make entrepreneurial companies and entrepreneurial leaders better at what they do. And so since then, I've been doing nothing but uh, being a full-time EOS implementer, and uh, about three years ago, three and a half years ago, uh, took over the role of visionary for EOS worldwide, replacing Gino in that role as part of his long-time uh, succession plan. So uh, very excited to be here and share EOS with you and your listeners. Well, I haven't been keeping score, but I'm pretty sure between the both of us, we've said EOS about 42 times. <laughs> so for those people that have not heard the previous podcast or just don't know what EOS is, what the heck is EOS? Yeah, so EOS stands for the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And as I said earlier, just a, a simple, holistic way of operating an entrepreneurial company that helps the owner and the leadership team get better at three things we call vision, 
traction, and healthy. So vision is getting everybody on the leadership team 100% on the same page with where the company's going and how it plans to get there. Traction is instilling discipline and accountability throughout the organization, top to bottom, side to side. So wherever you look, people are executing on your vision. And then healthy is making the team a more cohesive, functional, open and honest, fun-loving leadership team. Because a lot of times in a fast-moving, hard-charging entrepreneurial company, the leaders aren't very good at being on the same page and, and healthy team members. And so from there, we find as goes the leadership team, so goes the rest of the organization. Ultimately, a company running on EOS gets to the point where everybody's crystal clear on the vision and working hard to support that vision. There's discipline and accountability throughout the company, and everybody's working together in a more cohesive, functional fashion, working together to achieve a common goal. Now, you've experienced EOS from both sides of the table. You had it implemented with the company you were working in, and now you implement it within other companies. What are some lessons learned from both of those experiences? Well, to be perfectly candid, my first experience was attempting to implement some of the concepts in an organization whose founder and owner wasn't interested in changing the way the company operated at a fundamental level. And so lesson number one is, if the people in charge don't want to run their business this way, it will not work. And it's important for me to let your listeners know that EOS is an operating system that isn't for everyone. And so I'd urge your listeners to, to understand one thing. It's, it's what we call the EOS creed. And what we believe is you can't run a great business on multiple operating systems. You must choose one. So if EOS doesn't resonate with your listeners, I'd urge the owners and leaders of their companies to go find an operating system that does resonate with them and adopt that. You know, some other common frustrations and challenges an entrepreneur encounters, and I think EOS helps address, are most business owners, most leaders are frustrated with profit. There's not enough, to be perfectly candid. With growth, they've hit the ceiling. They're not growing fast enough. A lot of owners and leaders are frustrated with their people. Everywhere they look, nobody seems to get it or want it as much as I do, or care enough. And so these are just common frustrations that entrepreneurs and leaders face running businesses. And um, if you're feeling that way, I just want everybody to know you're normal. And there are tools and systems and processes out there that can help you with that. Hey, and I got to tell you, I felt that way even before I started owning my own business. When I was out as a service technician, I felt that there were only things that I could do uh, for my customers, and I was the only one that could do them. And because I was trying to do everything, I couldn't do it the way that it needed to be done. And it wasn't until later than life when I became a business owner that I adopted that same mentality. And now I was able to afford to bring other people on to help me with doing these items. And I found out I wasn't very good at them. I was trying to do them because I thought I was the only one that could do them. But then I realized that I didn't have a talent for them. And most of all, I didn't even enjoy it. And I'm trying to get to the, the exercise that uh, EOS has, which is delegate and elevate. 
And that was just such an amazing exercise for me because I realized I didn't have to be good at everything and I definitely didn't love everything. And it wasn't until I did that exercise that I realized it was okay to let go of some of that stuff. Do you mind telling the audience a little bit about that exercise? Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to do a little uh, preemptive therapy before I go into detail about that. Well, I could use lots of therapy, yeah, so yeah. please. So, so the first thing I want to share with you is that everybody who starts a business from scratch encounters this phenomenon, literally everybody. Because when you are successful building a business from scratch, you need to adopt a whatever-it-takes mentality. And so you know, you wake up one day and the shop floor needs to be swept and there's nobody else there to sweep it. You got to get good at sweeping the shop floor. There's nothing wrong with that. But one of the things that is just true about entrepreneurship is that the skills and disciplines and attitudes required to build something from scratch are not the same skills, disciplines, and attitudes required to build and scale a business. And so your podcast is called Scaling Up. You need to master a new set of skills, disciplines, and attitudes in order to transition from a sole practitioner to a company with a bunch of people who are put on the planet to do the kind of work that is critically important to build and manage your growing business. And what we teach entrepreneurs when we're teaching the concept of delegating and elevating is you've got to get back in touch with what, what Dan Sullivan, who runs a business called Strategic Coach, calls your unique ability. In other words, the stuff you love to do and are best at, what you're genetically encoded to be on the planet to do. And when you're successful building a business from scratch, what happens is you end up getting pretty good at a bunch of stuff that you don't love doing. And Delegate and Elevate is just a tool and a process that your listeners can walk themselves through that gets them back in touch with that short list of things they are genetically encoded to do. So if they were to have that sheet in front of them, can you describe what that looks like? You bet. So it starts with a time or activity study where we just ask our uh, leaders to make a list of the kinds of things they do every week. Big buckets full of stuff that take 15 minutes or longer each. And to build a list of those things and assign the average amount of time they spend in a typical week to each of those activities. So if you're in meetings regularly, how much time a week do you spend in meetings, for example? And uh, once they have that list, we just ask the entrepreneurs to put each of the items on that list into one of four categories. In the upper left-hand quadrant is the stuff you love to do and are best at. The upper right-hand quadrant, the stuff you like to do and are good at. The lower left-hand quadrant is the stuff you don't like to do, but you're good at. And that is where most leaders, managers, and employees go to die. It's the classic definition of hell. I'm good at it, so I can't delegate it, but I hate it. And then in the lower right-hand quadrant, it is the stuff you're not very good at and you don't like doing. And so once you have all those activities segmented to those four categories, Trace, 
Then what we ask you to do is delegate stuff from the bottom four quadrants. So whatever your definition of full time every week is, instead of getting rid of 15 hours worth of stuff you like to do and are good at, get rid of the stuff you don't like to do and aren't good at because there are people around you as you grow your business that like to do and are great at some of the stuff you don't like to do and aren't very good at, if that makes sense. Peyton, that makes perfect sense. I got to tell you, if I had that information, even when I started in this business, even though I didn't own my own business, that would have helped me tremendously. Would it be all right if I put a copy of the Delegate and Elevate page on my show notes page? Yes, you bet. All right. So I will have that up there and I challenge everybody in the Scaling Up Nation to figure out these items because I tell you, if I would have done this earlier in my career, I think I would have been a lot happier. Trace, one little resource I want to mention to your listeners while we're talking about it is Delegate and Elevate is written up in pretty significant detail in one of the books in the Traction Library called How to Be a Great Boss. And so for those of your listeners who are not owners of their own company, How to Be a Great Boss is a great resource for people who just want to be better leaders and managers. And uh, if you want to apply that delegate and elevate tool and you want some more detail around it, that's probably the best book to give you that detail. Great advice. We're going to come back to all the books in the EOS series. I believe there's five and each one is a gem. I want to make sure that we do have some time later in the program to cover that. So if I forget, make sure we please come back to that. Yeah. Let's talk about you being an EOS implementer. What would you say your biggest challenge was, keeping everybody anonymous, of course, with implementing the EOS program somewhere? Uh, there's, there's two things that, that I found challenging from the start. And um, the first was resisting the temptation to do the work for my clients and focusing only on the three roles that an EOS implementer is filling for an entrepreneurial company. And those three roles are teacher, coach, and facilitator. And so when we say teacher, my job as an EOS implementer is simply teaching the people who own and run a business how to purely implement EOS. I'm not an expert on any other subject. And so my teaching is confined to helping people learn how to adopt this way of operating. When I talk about being a coach, I have the luxury of being surrounded by entrepreneurial leadership teams all day, every day. And so you get to be real good at watching people play the game of business. And so my clients actually pay me to point out things they're struggling with, not very good at, destructive tendencies. Uh, unhealthy behaviors. And so I frankly get paid to whack people on the side of the head with a two by four from time to time when they're being their own worst enemies. The third role is facilitator. What that means is we believe all the wisdom necessary to run a great entrepreneurial company must exist in the room when the leadership team is present. And so we don't give answers to our clients. When a client turns to me and says, how do I fix my sales and marketing problem, Peyton? My job is to facilitate the wisdom in the room to a single answer, not to give the answer. And so for a guy who's a genetically encoded problem solver, I'm walking around a framed up house 
with a bunch of nails sticking out of two by fours and I'm carrying a hammer, I want to bang those nails in and I can't do that if I'm going to be a great EOS implementer. So that was problem number one. Problem number two is I encountered a lot of clients in the early days that maybe didn't want to confront and resolve some of the most pressing issues facing the business. And I found that when I wanted to fix it more than they did, I started doing damage rather than helping. And so Gino Wickman, the founder of EOS Worldwide and the creator of EOS, you know, did a little therapy on me and helped me understand that my job is to teach, coach, and facilitate and let the clients decide when and how to apply the tools I was sharing with them to resolve their problems when it made sense. What would you say your biggest success story is working with a company? EOS Worldwide did a survey probably six years ago of the early adopters of the process, expecting one of the questions we asked was, what were the results you got as a, as a result of implementing EOS. And we expected to hear we're growing faster, we're more profitable, uh, that kind of stuff. 82% of the respondents said their number one takeaway was an improved quality of life. And so the success stories that I revel in are the emails I get from leadership team members who say, thank you for giving me my life back. I got an email from the wife of one of my entrepreneurial founders saying, thank you for reintroducing my husband to me and his family. Those are the success stories that really resonate with me. And you know, I could share other empirical data with you like growth rates, improved profitability, I have one longtime client that started with me when they had 11 employees about seven years ago that just went public last week. So that's an amazing transformational success story. But at the end of the day, what really excites me and the rest of our EOS implementer community is the ability to give the people who own and run entrepreneurial businesses their life back and let them re-engage with their families and feel better about going to sleep every night. Hey, and it just occurred to me that you and I have mentioned the metaphor about the operating system several times on this show, and I don't want people to take away that EOS is some sort of software that you bring into your company. Do you mind speaking a little bit around the metaphor of why it's called an operating system? Yeah, so um, just the same way that the MacBook I'm looking at in front of me has a bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes that allows it to present itself as a coherent, easy to use, elegant tool. A business has an operating system, a bunch of stuff that happens behind the scenes that your customers or vendors or stakeholders don't see, but it's how you set priorities, create and communicate a vision and a plan make decisions, align everybody in the organization, keep score, simplify, document, and get followed by everyone in the business, your processes, the things that make you uniquely valuable to your customers. Those are the kinds of things that are happening behind the scenes in an entrepreneurial company that maybe the people who have been around longest don't give any thought to. But unless everybody in your organization agrees on how those things are supposed to work, frankly, you're just running around like chickens with your heads cut off, hoping you're on the same page. And that's why 
implementing a system like EOS with a handful of simple practical tools can make such a difference. Yeah, I think Jim Collins uses the analogy of the right people on uh, right seats of the bus. And he got that from another book. Do you remember what that was? Uh, was that Energy Bus? Oh, yes. Uh, I think you're right. He, I know he wrote it up in good to great at some length. But yes, uh, I think you're right. We use that as a metaphor in our company all the time, that the, the bus is the company. And uh, having this system really allowed us to, to work on the inside of the bus, on the outside of the bus, making sure that it was tuned up, it was in tip-top shape, it was going in the right direction, and then we started getting the right people in the right positions, i.e. seats on the bus. And we've looked at many programs on, we really didn't know we had a problem until we started looking at the EOS system and then finding out, oh, we probably should do this stuff. I, I can't say enough how much that EOS has uh, helped Blackmore Enterprises, and I just really want to thank you for, for sharing all your uh, experiences and knowledge coming in. And I, I want to ask, so for that person that doesn't own the company, what's the takeaway that you want them to go away with? Well, you know, it depends on what your role in your organization is, how much impact you can have on the people making the decisions who own or run the company. But if what you learn about EOS as a way of operating and a set of simple practical tools resonates with you and you think it'll help your business, you know, I'd urge you to share the content via the books or the website or our app. Uh, the videos and the tools we we allow people to download at no charge from the website, share that with the people who make decisions at your business every day because EOS is is catching fire around the world. And in some major metros throughout North America, it's very difficult to find a group of business owners who aren't talking about EOS already. But in others, you know, those little ideas take seed no matter where they start. If you aren't uh, able to influence the people who make those decisions, a lot of the resources we provide will make you a better leader and manager. If you have some people that report to you, will help you clarify your own vision and your own plan for whatever role you have in the organization. will bring some clarity and simplicity to your life when maybe you don't have them. There's quite a bit of content that simply helps people run and participate in better meetings. So, you know, I would urge people to do their own study and see if they can find some nuggets that will make their business and, and their life a little bit better. So now let's talk directly to the business owner. What are the takeaways that you're hoping that they come away with? Well, number one, don't lose sight of your vision and passion. Most entrepreneurs start their businesses because they have passion for something and they're really good at something and they happen to win a piece of business that gives them an opportunity to create revenue and profit. And the art and science of building a going concern often disconnects the owners from that vision and passion. And so don't lose sight of that. And then secondly, you already brought it up earlier. Make sure to surround yourself with a great people who are good at and have passion for the stuff your business needs that maybe you're not good at and have no passion for and let go of the vine. Let them take it and run with those things because it'll help you 
uh, build and scale your business. Great advice. Let's now talk about the books in the EOS series. And I wanted to let you know that uh, I'm a member of Vistage and my Vistage coach has been on this show before, Tim Fulton. He was episode 22 and he was the one that introduced me to the book Traction. And when Gino started talking about all the issues that he was trying to solve, it was almost as if he just looked straight into my company and said, I'm going to fix this. I was amazed at, at how well that was written and how well it actually solved some of the things that we were dealing with. Now, I will add, none of it was easy, and we are still making sure that we do the best that we can. And if we ever take our eyes off that ball, it is going to go back to the way it was. But it all started with the book Traction. There are five books in the series. Do you mind telling the Scaling Up Nation a little bit about each book in the series and why they're in the series? Yeah, happy to do so. And I would just start by saying that was exactly my reaction when I read Traction 11 years ago is it is simple, but the way Gino has pulled all these assets together and created a coherent, simple, easy to adopt approach to implementing this system in your business is really something amazing. So I would definitely tell your listeners to start with Traction. It lays the foundation for using these tools in your business. It's a simple but engaging how-to manual for what EOS is and, and how to use the tools in your company. Now, the second book in the series is called Get a Grip, and Gino and I wrote that together about seven years ago. And a Get a Grip is an entrepreneurial fable. It's a story, a real-world, nitty-gritty story about a leadership team who founded an entrepreneurial company, are running it, and they've hit the ceiling. And it lays out for the readers how a professional EOS implementer like myself or the 197 other people we have around the world that do this work, how we engage with a client to purely implement EOS. The third book in the series is written by Gino Wickman and Mark Winters, who you have already mentioned was on your show previously. And that's the book that goes into great detail about the powerful visionary integrator duo that very often works together to run an entrepreneurial company running on EOS. The fourth book in the series is called How to Be a Great Boss by Gino Wickman and my longtime friend and colleague, Renee Bohr. And that's the book about how to be a great leader and manager using a lot of the tools in the EOS process and a great resource for people who are leaders and managers in a company that isn't running on EOS. So a great answer to the question, what do you do with this content if you don't own your own business? And then the last book uh, that was published about nine months ago is called What the Heck is EOS by Gino Wickman and Tom Bauer. And uh, that book is for the employees of a company running on EOS. It explains the fundamentals of the terminology and the tools that make up EOS and equips employees with the tools they need to uh, do their part to help the business run purely on the system. Are there any more books planned to be added to the series? Well, we've got a couple of other ideas, but nothing in the near-term hopper. The, the, the book at the top of the list is a book about process when done the EOS way, sort of a high-level 2080 approach to documenting, simplifying, and getting your core processes followed by all. 
in my mind, it's a thematic work that helps people understand that you don't have to create a thousand page SOP manual that just collects dust in a corner in order to strengthen the process component of your business. You know, I'll tell you something that we struggle with is what to put in a procedure and what not to put in a procedure. Because the last thing I want to do is to uh, not allow my guys to think in the moment of choice and take that away from them. So how far do you go in a process so you don't edge on that? Yeah. So uh, it's so funny that you say that because before we started the show, we were talking about the conference for companies running on EOS, which my friends and colleagues, uh, Tom Bauer, Alex Freitag, and Victoria Cabot run every year. And that was just in Minneapolis last week or a couple of weeks ago. And I gave a presentation at the conference about strengthening your process component. And so this is very topical for me. I'm excited about this content. And the truth of the matter is, We just want you to document the 20%, the essential major steps in the handful of core processes that truly make your company unique and special and make your customers and vendors and other stakeholders recognize you as you. If you were doing everything in your business, what would you make sure you did every time in these handful of core processes? So short answer is, Document the 20% of the steps in the process that get you 80% of the most important compliance and leave the rest of the detail to the line level managers, the leaders, and yourself when the one-off, ad hoc, nuanced, exception type things occur. Well, if I get a vote, I very much hope that you guys come out with that book and I would like to be on the waiting list to receive one of the first copies of that. Well, you'll be the first to know, Trace. Well, let's talk about implementing because we, we talk about what you do, but EOS is, is unique, I think, with you can implement by hiring somebody like yourself, or you can simply just use all the free tools, free, I said, that and you can do it yourself, or you can use a hybrid of the two. Do you mind speaking around that and why EOS allows that? Yeah. So um, everything about our organization was founded on a couple of principles I'll describe as help first, which is one of our core values. So everybody who is an EOS implementer was put on the planet to help entrepreneurs. And, and everything we did, it's baked into everything we do. We do not ever want to take a dollar of revenue until we've delivered a dollar of value first. The second concept is what we call an abundance mindset, this belief that if we share what we have to offer with the world, there is plenty to go around. And so Gino really created this organization based on those principles. And so what we have done is package everything that is EOS in the most easily accessible way. And we walk around with confidence that the people who want to do this purely get real value fast and permanently embed EOS in their organizations, we'll decide that the best way for them to do that is to reach out to a member of our professional EOS implementer community and hire us to help them purely implement EOS in their business. We also believe that there are a lot of leaders and owners out there who want to read the books, download the free tools, and implement EOS on their own. And we are completely comfortable with that. And there are a lot of organizations out there 
who do a reasonably good job of implementing EOS without the aid of one of our professional implementers. And then there's a middle ground, uh, which, which is what we call assisted self-implementation. And so we've created an online resource center called Basecamp for your business owners and leaders who want to learn purely how to implement EOS in their own organizations. Basecamp, which you can access from our website, eosworldwide.com, Basecamp is a set of videos, implementer guides, and other resources that will help you do that in as close a way as you can possibly get to the way a professional implementer will help you. And so those are your three options. They have varying levels of cost and benefit. And we just urge your listeners who want to learn more to explore all those options and reach out to one of us to talk to you about your options uh, before you get started. Well, so how would somebody find out more about EOS to speak with somebody like yourself to, you already mentioned the website, I'll, I'll make sure to put that on the show notes page, but what are some of the things that people can do to learn more? Yeah, so uh, definitely the website is the place where you can find everything I'm about to mention, but the, the uh, website has a bunch of free tools and public domain videos that help people implement EOS in their businesses. It is also a place where you can find a professional EOS implementer. The top menu bar has a menu item called find an EOS implementer. And I can't stress enough, even if your intention is to self-implement, I would urge you to reach out to a local professional EOS implementer, which you can find on our implementer guide at the site, and we are going to come give you 90 minutes of our time to help paint a picture for you of what a company running on EOS truly looks and feels like, so that even if you go out and do this work on your own, you're going to have a clearer sense of what done looks like. It's like the picture on the box of a jigsaw puzzle before you start the jigsaw puzzle. So I'd urge your listeners to uh, reach out to a member of our community. And then you can also find a link to the Traction Library, which are all five of the books we've talked about. The, there's a clear description of what each book is and who it's for. And our publisher has worked with us to offer all of those books at a deep discount to people who order them in some bulk on our website. So great resources out there available for anybody who wants to learn more. Great information. I want to thank you for coming on the show. And I'm not dismissing you yet. We still got some lightning round questions, but I just want to let you know that I am thankful for what you've done, what the folks at EOS have done, because it truly has changed the way I've run my business. And I do have more times and I'm doing things better. So thank you for that. My pleasure. And, and thank you for helping us spread the word, Trace. It's uh, uh, extremely valuable to us as well. Well, are you ready for some lightning round questions? I am. I've got my hand on the buzzer here, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the score value is double, so it's anybody's game at this point. <laughs> Good to know. All right. So uh, I'm a big Back to the Future fan. So imagine you're in that movie. We're getting in the DeLorean. We're setting the time circuits back to the very first day where you were an EOS implementer. What do you know now that you would go back in time and give yourself advice about? 
Trust the process. That's an easy one. Just trust the process. Teach it as purely as you can. Stay in your lane and let your client adopt this system at his or her own pace. What are the last three books that you've read? Uh, So one is a non-business book called The Sun by Philip Meyer. Uh, Amazing, amazing book. I believe it's been turned into a uh, Netflix series, but the book is remarkable. And then two business books, Essentialism by Greg McCown and The Gap by Dan Sullivan, who runs the Strategic Coach Program. Really amazing works. Obviously, some point in your lifetime, they're going to make a movie about you. (laughs) Who plays you in this movie? (laughs) That's such an unfair question. So I have the uh, great pleasure of having met Matt Damon's mother many years ago at a film festival. And uh, she suggested to me that Matt Damon and I look enough alike that we could get away with playing one another in a movie, but definitely not the born identity uh, Matt Damon, because I'm nowhere near that buff. It would have to be one of his other more uh, puffy characters. Let's put it that way. (laughs) And you got mom's approval, so it's going to happen. I did get his mom's approval, yes. All right. My last question is, you now have the ability to talk to anybody throughout history. Who would it be with and why? Yeah. So this has been true for a good part of my life. It's Ben Franklin. I I think about entrepreneurship and leadership, and I can't think of a better crucible where those two things come together than Benjamin Franklin. And, And I also think Ben Franklin was delightfully odd. And of all the things I like to do in my life and, and in my work, it's connecting with delightfully odd, really hardworking, really passionate, really devoted people who are just trying to make something great happen in the world. And he kind of says it for me. And so that's why I'd like to spend a little time with him if I could. Well, I think it's a great answer. And I think it's a great reason because you're making great things happen in other people's businesses. So I want to thank you for coming on Scaling Up and hopefully creating that spark. Maybe people don't use Traction or EOS, but maybe they do start thinking about the processes and things that they're doing. So I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing those ideas. Absolutely. My pleasure, Trace. Thanks a lot for having me. I've said it before, I'll say it again, one of the coolest things about this podcast is that I get to meet people that have really helped me in business, learn more from them, and also thank them for what they've been able to do for me in business. So Peyton, thank you so much for coming on the show, and thank you for all that you have done for EOS and in turn allowing a program out there that has helped my company so much. Folks, you're probably wondering about EOS and one of the great things that you can do is you can go on their website and you can go to attraction.eosworldwide.com and they have everything for you to look at and it's not going to cost you a dime. I think there's about 25 different tools on the website that are free for you to download and look at it and figure out if this is something that is right for your company. Some of these tools we've already talked about 
the delegate and elevate tool. In fact, I'm going to make sure that I have that on my show notes page so you can see that. But then there are also so many other things. There are items that allow you to have a better meeting. There are items that allow you to get everybody on your team rowing in the same direction so everybody has the same vision that they're trying to build. And I got to tell you, as a business owner, that was something that I never considered until I started getting involved with the EOS system. I knew exactly why I wanted to start my own company and all the reasons behind that. But only a few people in my company I had shared that story with. And how are people going to get motivated in the same way that I do if I don't tell that story? So I make sure that every new hire that comes into Blackmore Enterprises, they know exactly why I started this company and what I'm trying to create that I couldn't find that already existed. That alone was so helpful for me sharing the vision of the company, but everybody else getting energized around that vision because now they can see why I did that. And that was just one of the things out of all of the many things that I have learned from the EOS system. The EOS model has six key components. That's the vision. That's what I was just talking about, where everybody understands where we're going. To use the bus metaphor that I mentioned with Peyton, we have a bus, the right people are on the bus, and now the bus is going in the right direction. Vision is where the bus is going. The people, of course, are all the people that work in the company. The people allow the company to do what the company does. And then we have data. Our company has so much data, and there are a bunch of different ways that we can look at it. If we are now looking at what that data is telling us, we are now able to make decisions. And when I work with other water treatment firms and I coach them or I try to help them become bigger than they are or better than they are or change some of their items, we always look at data because that is the story that your current program is telling you. And if we make a slight change, that data should change as well. And we're able to see what kind of an impact that we have. One of the other items there is issues. Now, everything we do has some issues. And the great thing about EOS is we don't ignore those issues. We invite those issues to stare a smack dab in the face so we can deal with the issues before they become issues. How cool is that? We're thinking of all the reasons why something won't work, and then we're going to overcome those issues. As Peyton was talking about, and one of my favorite things to talk about, I'm hoping to do a paper on this at the AWT Convention and Expo, it's on processes. Now, what are the processes that allows your company to be your company that nobody else can do in the way that you do, and now you record them, you train them, you educate everybody who's in your company on these processes so you can do them over and over again. And then finally, the last component of the EOS model is traction. 
And that is putting everything together, making sure the team is coming together in very efficient meetings. Folks, I gotta tell you, just learning how to run meetings in the EOS way is far worth any book price that you'll ever pay. And it is far worth the amount of money that you would pay to have a professional implementer like we had come into our company. So those six items go together and you are now able to run your business in a more efficient manner. Folks, if there's anything you've learned from this podcast, if there's something that I feel that has helped me, I want to share that with you. So if you go on the website and you download some of the tools, please take a look at those. But there's also some quizzes and things that you can take yourself to see if this is a program that's right for you. No, I get absolutely nothing if you sign up for this, but I promise it will help you just as it helped me. Folks, if you have something out there that you feel has really helped you or your company, I would love to hear about it. Please send me a note, scalinguph2o.com, and let me know what that was for you. If it's something that I can share with other water treaters, I know that they are going to appreciate you letting us all know about that. Folks, I know if you use materials such as these, they have no other option but to help you in what you do. So I urge you to try this, to try something new so you get better results. And one of the results that I love is the fact that so many people are listening to the Scaling Up H2O podcast Folks, we're almost 10,000 subscribers and we're in 57 countries. That is amazing. The only way that that is happening is you, the Scaling Up Nation, are out there and you are telling other water treaters and other people that would enjoy listening to this show about this show. So please continue that mission. Please help me share Scaling Up H2O with as many people as we can. And I look forward to speaking with you next week on Scaling Up H2O.